Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Jew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 373, where Drew and myself will go through comics originally releasing April 12, 2017. But before Drew and myself dig through the gold, or perhaps not gold, that will be coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, uh, Drew, we've got some numbers, and we've got some spec on a lot of things that have been optioned recently. Yeah. Um, what do we want to talk about first? We got a lot of feedback, too. Oh yeah, yeah, we get some top tens from people, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's start. Let's start with some of those. Okay. Uh, first thing from Julie. Uh, I tried to gather my top ten to share with with the guy from the UK that met all all of his criteria. I realized that number one, I don't have ten books on my pull list that meet the criteria. Number uh-huh. two, this surprised me. And number three, I have identified a prime factor in my utter avoidance of the big two. My other. My, a prime factor is my utter avoidance of the big two. I have one title that meets all the requirements on my pull <laughs> list, and that is Doom Patrol, which is still an ongoing. But I, uh-huh. I don't expect it to get very far, given all its delays. I was going to say God Country, but just found out issue six is the last issue. I didn't know that. I was unaware yeah. of that as well. Same with Flintstones. Uh, but I will be adding the Jetsons when that's offered, so maybe that still counts. No, it does not, Julie. It does not count, just because it's a cartoon-based comic. No. Uh, the rest of my pool list is a lot of miniseries, indies, and Valiant stuff. So, WTF, how did this happen? Back to point three. I just dropped Jessica Dr- Jones and Dr. Afra, which were the last books left on my pull from Marvel. I dropped both of them because the next story arcs are tie-ins with events and other titles. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick up these other titles I have that because uh, I have that collector's OCD and I cannot stand having an oddly numbered run of something. That sounds like a Kyle a Kyle issue. That, he would have that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would understand that. So yep. I'm not going to go buy Star Wars 30 through 36. So I know... So I can know what the hell is going on in Dr. Afra. Easier just to drop it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That is hardcore like OCD. That. Uh, That's how we go. Uh, same with Jessica Jones. I'm not going to buy all the Secret Empire stuff. I mean, I'm still trying to fill in the gaps of my runs of Legends of the Dark Knight. So I've learned my lesson. DC is a lot better for me until they start crap like Monster Man and I have to drop Batman. Oh, and I get it. That was a rough. That was a rough go. Uh, I can keep up with the Valiant stuff. There aren't that many books, so it's way easier just to buy all of them all the time. By the way, I just snagged a Birds of Fray 37, which is the first appearance of the Condiment King, which is freaking awesome. Now I'm collecting first appearances of very obscure villains. I'm never going to turn a profit. <laughs> As always, thanks for the podcast. You guys are awesome. Julie, also known as Half of Villains in Pants Comics, a.k.a. 50% of VIP Comics. Yeah, same thing. Gotcha. Well, um, so there's no top ten there. <laughs> yeah. She tried. I ran into the same thing. Her her neuroses is kind of what mine. I, I stopped by your old stomping ground, one of your old comic shops in Newark today. Oh, yeah, Comic Shop Plus. And you know how they, yeah, you know how they have the thing where you're like, hey, buy 25 old issues, you get them for a dollar a piece. Yeah. I couldn't put together enough of a run that wouldn't cause me more holes than technically fill. It was so it, it just got to the point where I just kind of 
had to leave. You just gave it up. I felt there was like ten things I really wanted, and they get. But if you do that, up, they give you. Didn't they? Don't they throw in a free short box? That was not on the sign. I'm not aware of uh, that. But it was uh, just for me. Yeah, you 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 had a little hook up there, yeah. but everything that I would get would be smaller runs and would cause me more lists of things to go search and have more truncated runs. So I was just like, I can't do it. I gotta go. Wow. So I spent like 30 minutes walking around looking at stuff and ended up buying zero. That sucked. Did he did he have his key wall up yet? He was building his key wall when I left up there. He. He he did have his key wall up, uh, a lot of old books in a lot of bad condition, but there was some neat stuff to look at. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Comic Shop Plus in Newark, Ohio. Check it out. Um, Eric from Cowabunga uh, up in um, Oconomowoc, Oconomowoc. Uh, Wisconsin. Um, he didn't have any problems. Uh, he slapped his together. We'll see how he did. Uh, number 10, Motor Crush. Mm. What issue we on on Motor Crush? Four. You know, ding he's on. Okay. He's on four. All right. Be lucky to get to six. Uh, number nine, Batwoman. Oh, come on. Now that's that's issue one just came out, right? What the new Batwoman? Yeah, I think so. There he goes. Not over three, but it will be soon. Ugh. Oh, Eric. Doctor Afra number eight. Doctor uh, number seven. Batman. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Uh, number six, Black Monday Murders. Uh, when did that... We haven't had an issue. That's been out for a long time. But we haven't We've had, had an issue for a long time. That was not one of your criteria. Oh, is it still ongoing? Does it still exist? Yes. That's Hickman, right? You didn't... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's gone. Number five, Silver <laughs> Surfer. Eh, I think it's, it's still happening. We can consider it a mini because it's dead. Number four, Spider-Man Review, Renew Your Vows. Issue five just came out, so that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, number three, Black Magic. Mm. Yeah, it's starting back up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let that one slide. Number two, Kill or Be Killed. Number one, Very Briggs nice. Land. Very nice. All right. All right. Those are okay. So, kind of. Then he wants to extend this to, <laughs> to his top five trades. Uh... I, I'm not. I'm not even going to read these. That's not. No. Oh, I want to hear them. I want to. That's not allowed. Uh, you, what do you mean? He's off script. That's not the rules. He he's giving you what you want, and then he's giving an offering additional. Yes. All right. Uh, number five. Everything by Brubaker. That's not one, really. That's like a tie for like ten different titles. <laughs> are you starting to shake over there? Uh, on the I'm other really side getting podcast? upset. The rules are being <laughs> shattered in front of me. Uh, number four. Flash. Number three. Detective. Uh, number two, Lazarus. And uh, number one, Saga. Okay. Can't trade weight on Saga. Sorry. Can't trade weight on Lazarus. Yeah. Yeah, you got to read those. Of course, uh, we, we're going on a hiatus. I don't know if you read the most current one. Mm -mm. Yeah, he said uh, Michael Lark said he needs a break. So they're going to do another one of those source books. Yeah, I saw that. I ordered that. And they're going to do, uh, uh, like, minis. Uh, or, like, one-shots of different characters with other artists doing the art chores while Michael Lark takes a break. Gotcha. Did you ever watch the uh, TV show Into the Badlands? I think it was on FX. Yeah. You always saw commercials for Walking Dead. It reminds me so much of Lazarus. I, I binged through that on uh, Netflix the other day. Yeah. 
And all I could think of was, this should have been Lazarus. Definitely. He also gives us a little business about uh, us hemming and hauling about the silver-foiled... Um, yeah, I saw that. What was uh, that? What, was yeah. that God Country? Yeah, God Country number six foil or yeah. five foil, whatever. Yeah, and he said uh, we were whining around about even wanting to spend twenty dollars on it or something like that, and now it's at seventy five already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we missed a vote on that one. Yeah, Michael Lamb seems to have uh, followed the rules a little better than our pal Eric. Uh, number one, Saga. Number two, Manifest Destiny. Number three, Walking Dead. Number four, Killer Be Killed. Number five, All New Wolverine. Number six, Seven to Eternity. Number seven, The Fix. Number eight, The Beauty. Number nine, Motor Girl. Number ten, Deadly Class. Those are all solid picks that fit the rules perfectly. Then he goes and he ruins it with honorable (laughs) mentions. He throws in three honorable mentions, Mighty Thor, Animosity, and Hillbilly. Um, All good choices, but it's a top ten, not a Kyle top ten. With I was gonna say, we've d- we've been doing honorable mentions for years. You've here. been doing honorable mentions, hey. not me. I stick to the rules. Uh, Wade Ledden's top ten. Uh, let's see, is Doom Patrol, Punisher, Doctor Afra. A lot of love for Doctor Afra. Old Man Logan, Mighty Thor. Which just ended. It was a five-issue mini. Uh, Thor, uh, Detective, Walking Dead, Superman, Batman, Paper Girls. And uh, he also has honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Sons, Kingpin. Um, Kingpin's on issue two. He notes that. He notes Super Sons doesn't have enough issues as well. Um, nothing X-Men related fits the requirements currently. Dynamite's James Bond series is a group of mini-series that's had at least a book every month for probably 16 months. Um, so I would allow that. Um, so, he, yeah. So he does. He did a pretty good job. And then blurred it a little bit with the honorable mentions. Uh, with the Lemire Sorrentino Old Man Logan run beginning to end... Do you think there's any value to the 1 through 24 run? Or will it be forgotten once the real Wolfie comes back? I unfortunately think it will be forgotten. Everybody likes that, it seems. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. um, it's all we got at the moment. Yeah. Uh, any interest in the Sorrentino Secret Empire variants? Do independently orderable variants ever really catch fire? We're starting to think no. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to think of current history, but not necessarily. Uh, he said, we, um, we've we asked about our doing a pre-order uh, previews, um, segments, more of those, which we totally forgot to do last week, by the way. I blame you. And uh, he, said he, like, he said he'd like to hear them as their own show instead yep. of embedded in our show. Which is understandable, but a lot more work for us. I, I, I prefer them as their own show as well. Yeah. Let's see. Derek from Comics Alternative says, just listening to a recent show of yours, heard you gave the Comics Alternative a big shout out. Much thanks for that. 
I appreciate you sharing what we do. Um, as you put it, really spotlighting the back half of previews. Although we do a lot with Dark Horse Image, Vertigo, and some IDW. Well, there you go. We got half right. We'll okay. take that. Uh, Wolf uh, says, uh, let's see, I, can't, I think I got his tweets backwards here. Uh, invincible option to Universal. Will it happen this time? Let the specking begin. Eh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I see this happening. I mean, we've, we've got Seth Rogen with Evan Goldberg. Um, you know, it's w in conjunction with Kirkman. Uh, they're already working on Skybound. You know, they're in that Skybound family already. Um, having Goldberg and having Seth Rogen there is a pretty close attachment to uh, Zac Efron, who would probably be the perfect person uh, to play Invincible, to play Mark Grayson. So, uh, I see this falling into place. Zac Efron. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I guess that would work. And I mean, he just seems perfect for that character. And what's the connection? He's what's the connection to Showtime? To to Skybound? To Skybound? There was... I can't remember. I was reading something where there was a connection between... Of course, they're working on Preacher, and then there was something else that they were working on that they connected back to Kirkman. What's the Preacher connection to Kirkman, though? Nothing. I can't remember. Oh. I, I can't remember what it was like, like just it. to like a comics, yeah. comics connection. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I liked. I thought Preacher was pretty good. Um, I know a lot of people didn't, but I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, he says, also, Old Guard is developed into a TV show. Uh, to be developed into a, to a TV show, and I like the tale so far. Um, do we think that's got any merit to it as well? Have you heard anything about that? I've heard, uh, you know, I saw something about it. Uh, I still can't draw. I walked right by those books on the LCS today and still didn't pick any more up, even with it being announced as that. I think so he mentioned something else that got option too. Was he talking about the new, uh, the Squirrel Girl thing? Yep. And then, uh, like we we haven't talked about Batgirl uh, to be done by Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. So that so could be that something. Looks pretty, pretty awesome. And then what's the what's the the Squirrel Girl is going to be a comedy? Is that right? What? What? I'm uh, sorry, you're breaking up again. Barely. Here you oh, the the Squirrel Girl. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a comedy. Yeah, it's, I think the Squirrel Girl thing is gonna be an animated, if I remember correctly. So I, I don't know what the the long reach on that one necessarily is. Um, as much as the other ones, but I'm, I'm glad they're doing something with the property. But they were talking about putting it on, uh, whatever Disney's. One weird channel is yeah, Freeform it used to be yeah, Freeform ABC, ABC Family, Family. Yeah. yeah, which no one ever watched. Well, they had Pretty Little Liars, which was kind of a hit for them. There you go. Um, okay, interesting. Uh, Michael Lamb says I haven't speculated on any Marvel for a while, but this might change with Edge of Venomverse number one coming out in June, where X twenty three gets infected with the symbiote. And there's a cover by Francisco Martina. The problem, of course, is it's number one. We'll have a big print run. Uh, he, oh, yeah, I still think you can't miss that. I still think you have to jump on that. Edge of Venomverse. 
Yep. Mm. Okay. Because of the X-23 connection? X-23 connection, and of course, Edge of Spider-Verse is where we got Spider-Gwen from. Ah. So, yeah, I got you. Who knows? Uh, I agree with you guys. Baby Teeth number one from Aftershock, written by Donny Cates, could be a good spec. Small publisher, low print run. From the author of the super hot God Country. Story mm-hmm. sounds creepy as hell. Maybe they could do a crossover with Black Eyed Kids. That would be spooky. Um, yeah. Um, he also follows that up to say, I pity the people who did not listen to last week's episode because Drew and Kyle correctly predicted Spec Gold with Black Cloud number one. Going yeah, for picked up another one today. Going for double cover on eBay already. Back for a second print on day one. Nice. Who's what? Whose pick was that? Was that me? That was yours, but you gobbled it before mine, and I, uh, I you would have done the same thing, loss. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got uh, a top ten from March. Yeah. Um, we had another thing from Wolf about uh, oh. you know, of the current things, the Nightwing, Invincible, Squirrel Girl, and Quantum and Woody. If you're going to take a flyer on those kind of things now, which one's the best one to look at? So I did a little digging into some of that. Um, Got to be Nightwing, right? Possibly, but here's the problem. With Nightwing, You, his technically, you know, Dick Grayson's first appearance is from 19 friggin' four, uh, 40 or whatever, well, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you can get his appearance as Nightwing. But you're never actually getting that character's first appearance if you don't own the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollar book. So that one's not oh, okay. really a whole whole first appearance, if you ask me. Because of course, Tales of Teen Titans forty four you can get for you know raw for about sixty bucks, seventy five bucks, uh, nine point eight encapsulated you can get for about three hundred right now. Um, I do see that one as the one with a bigger upside and being able to to easily spike. Um, but it's just weird when you think of that because like. New Mutants 98, you have both Deadpool's first appearance in his suit and everything, and Wade Wilson's first appearance in that one. It's not like you have an existing character from way back when. Mm. You have his full, full first appearance there. Yeah. Um, of course, Invincible, number one, from 2003. Uh, going raw for about $400 already. Uh, the print run on that, I I look back, and it's just over 10000 is all for that print run. Wow. Yeah, and uh, Squirrel Girl, uh, Marvel Superheroes, number eight from January 1992. Um, you can find those, <coughs> uh, like I said, a, a CGC 9.8 is 400 bucks on that one. As far as Quantum and Woody, their 1997 Acclaim title, with a print run of about 13,000, between 13 and 14,000, you can pick those up for 35 bucks. So that's your cheapest spec, and is the Quantum and Woody stuff. Um, I think your biggest upside is your Nightwing still, although I could not find a print run on that. It's too far back. Um, Invincible and Squirrel Girl are just difficult to find in the wild. Uh, Invincible being the more difficult to find with that small print run. And I wasn't even seeing any movement on 9.8 or on CGC stuff at the moment. Um, so I think the Nightwing Tales of Teen Titans 44, if you can find a good one, it could, uh, if something good happens with this movie, or if they do something with with uh, Nightwing more so, I think that one's got a bigger upside to make a couple hundred bucks. And and you didn't have print runs on that Squirrel Girl first appearance, correct? Or raw prices? 
I did not see raw prices on that. Everything I saw for that was uh, encapsulated. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So I'm really disappointed in the entire um, comic buyer, comic industry, actually, because of the way the numbers came in. Um, we have... Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about the let's talk about the breakdown first. Um, sure. DC One sold the most the most uh, comics. They sold the most uh, units of comics, the most copies of single floppies, but not by much. A um, little yeah. over a percent, one point one percent or so. Um, they did thirty five point four six percent. Marvel did thirty four point three. Image over ten, back in double digits at least, which is good. Um, mm -hmm. And then on the retail side, Marvel smoked them. Uh, they did thirty-four percent of the dollars, along with DC at twenty-eight point seven five, and Image um, about eleven almost. So they did, you know, pretty strong. Um, IDW came in fourth place on both. Dark Horse fifth. Uh, Dynamite was a little stronger on the unit sales and boom a little stronger on the um, uh, dollar amount so they flip-flopped there um, and uh, that's not what I'm upset about what I'm upset about is <laughs> I know what you're upset about is the number one comic <laughs> was a $10 book the number one comic <laughs> was Amazing Spider-Man 25 and the number two comic was a $6 book um, so we are not the collective we of comics buyers, comic retailers. Um, we're not spending, we're not putting our money where our mouth is when we whine around about overpriced comics. And then the two biggest selling books are a $10 and a $6 comic. Um, that doesn't jive. It doesn't make sense. And, uh, I did not order Amazing Spider-Man 25. Now, I've since placed an order with Eric because he bought a 1,000 of them to get that Venom <laughs> variant, so he's got some extras. So I am going to pick up a couple now after the fact. Um, but I, I just I just cannot. It's got to be that. It's got to be that. The, that dang Venom thing that's driving that one. I don't know what's driving Dark Knight. It just continues to sell, even though it comes out every three or four months you don't get much miller so get it while you can get it while you can so. i guess um we and we we have an x-men prime is also on this list at number six it's a five dollar book all-star batman number eight comes in at number eight it's a five dollar book and then the rest are uh three and four um just uh, that's just mag maddening maddening that uh a ten dollar book would top the list yeah, it drives me friggin' nuts. Yeah. Guess what? I didn't buy that at $10. I didn't buy Night, Night, uh, Dark Knight for 6 I didn't get any of the X-Men Prime or All-Star Batman's a 5. So I'm doing You're part, part of the solution. That's right. Yeah. Or you're just cheap. Um, we've got... So <laughs> after Amazing Spider-Man 25 and Dark Knight 3, uh, number 8, uh, at the th third spot we're, we have Batman 18, then Batman 19 at 4, Iron Fist number one debuts at number five, which I thought was pretty impressive for um, kind of a C-list uh, character. Um, Netflix maybe helping. I don't know. 
mm-hmm. X-Men Prime came in at 6. Star Wars 29 at 7. All-Star Batman at 8. The Walking Dead 165 comes in at, at 9. And Justice League number 16 comes in at 10. So uh, good to see Walking Dead is still in the top 10. Yeah. Um, Star Wars staying strong. Batman staying strong. Um, do you have any sense of where the Mendoza line is for under a hundred thousand? Oh yeah, you, your first two are over a hundred thousand. The others aren't. So Batman's not inching back up. No, no way. No way. So you think Dark Knight three is over? Was the last one? Yep. Yeah. The last one was over a hundred thousand. Yes. Okay. What's the number on Amazing Spider-Man 25? Oh, God, I hope it's not big, because that's just depressing if it is. Uh, what's your What's your number? 110? 125. 125. Okay. Kind of a depressing list. Um, let's yeah. Let's take a look at the just, trades. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Saga trade paperback number seven. Number one, uh, let's see, at the number one slot, The Walking Dead, volume 27, comes in at number two. Harley Quinn, volume one, comes in at number three. Suicide Squad, volume one, comes in at four. Death of X, trade paperback, comes in at five. Titans, volume one, comes in at six. Wolverine, Old Man Logan, comes in at seven. Deathstroke. Volume 1 comes in at 8. Batgirl, Volume 1, comes in at 9. And Deadly Class, Volume 5, comes in at number 10. So a lot more, another another round of um, DC Rebirth books uh, kind of dominating this list again. There you go. And uh, I think the only really high-priced one in there is the Wolverine, uh, Old Man Logan, which is uh, $30.00. Trade. Mm-hmm. That's right. So yeah, we'll see some more. We'll we'll see the expanded list and some more concrete numbers. Um, hopefully by next week, I would think. Mm-hmm. If these are out already, then the, the the rest of those numbers should follow by next week pretty easily. Have you been following any of this stuff from the uh, Marvel Retailer Summit where they kind of threw comic book buyers under the bus and everything, and said it's all DC's fault that? Sales are down and everything. Uh, you know, I just saw the pit bits and pieces, the lowlights that uh, everybody's kind of been. I didn't. I did not read the transcripts or anything um, yet. I, I keep meaning to do that, and I haven't been able to find the time to do that. But mm-hmm. um, pretty negative from what I've what I've heard. Yeah, and it's just weird that they can't see. Hey, this is our fault, actually, and we 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 need to realize that renumbering constantly, giant crossovers excruciatingly expensive books aren't what people want and we should change more than everybody else i think at one so, point they also blamed diversity yeah the, that that uh all all books basically all books should be just white white males i don't know what they're trying to say there it's it's weird for them to blame diversity when iron man's a 15 year old black girl yeah yeah, diversity is the problem. So I, I, I read a little bit of it. I didn't jump too much in it because it kind of was like, Ugh, and I just kind of tossed it off the side. Yeah. But yeah, I, basically, the, anything I saw was pretty negative. That was yeah. kind of touted around, and um, yeah, none of it looked looked great. 
Anything else before we get into the week? Yeah, that's it. All right, Drew, head over to previewsworld.com. I'm going to click on new releases. We're going to look at upcoming comics for, excuse me, April 12th, 2017. Drew, let's start where you and I always love to start. Let's start in Dark Horse. Your Harrow County. Yeah, it's up to issue 22. Still a strong book. Nice to see it didn't renumber and or just end. It's just been consistently coming out. It's consistently good. That's, you know, so rare, <laughs> you know, nowadays <laughs> that uh, it's, it really should be celebrated. So uh, hats off to Harrow County. 22 issues in, no end in sight, still good stuff. Uh, check that out. Did you re- read the Neil Gaiman American Gods number one? You know, I have it sitting there in my stack, and I have not read it. I didn't either, so... <laughs> it hasn't really called to me. Mm-hmm. And I talked to you about how I wanted to read Once and Future Queen, number one, because of my enjoyment of Once and Future King when I was younger. And then once we clicked off the podcast, I completely forgot that that's something I wanted to follow up on. So now I've got some digging to do, because the second one's out. Yeah. Well, it's a Dark Horse book. It'll be easier to find than most things. Yeah. Correct. Anything else? Mm-mm. Let's head on down to DC. Well, uh, Action 977 um, starts the Superman Reborn Aftermath storyline. And uh, there's some redacted information in the solicit. So um, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited about this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I, I really am. So we're going to get... I think kind of everybody pulled into this button storyline that's coming up and we're going to get the watchman going on in here. And, uh, it, it's actually kind of making me want to read more DC so I can get all that story, but Ooh. I don't want to do that quite yet till I have yeah. to. Do we know look at these new Superman number ones or new Superman number 10 digging around the LCS's everybody has a ton of that number one book just sitting around that character did not hit very hard oh the new, new Superman number ones yeah. are still on the shelves oh they're everywhere wow who is Artemis that is the plot of Red Hood and the Outlaws number nine Lobdell's been writing very good on that title. Who's in? Who's up for Scooby Apocalypse number twelve? Crickets, <laughs> crickets, crickets. And this is an ending. This doesn't look like the end, but yet Flintstones is ending. What's that about? <laughs> Not fair, I tell you. Not fair. Anything mm-hmm. in any of these other books? Uh, Suicide Squad 15's got a Harley cover. Those usually go pretty well. Um, if you are interested in the Superman Reborn storyline, story uh, the Supergirl number 8 is a tie-in. So it's a Superman Reborn Aftermath tie-in. So you might want to check that out if you're not a normal reader. Like I am not a normal reader of that book. So I have to check that out. 
Wonder Woman number 20, Jenny Frizen variant. Uh, one of her best yet. That's one of my favorites she's done. That's saying a lot. Because yep. she does some good stuff. And these are the evens. You are not reading the evens, correct? Yeah. And I dropped the odds. Oh! Yeah, I'm out again. Alas, it, it just got boring. So, I'm done. Anything? Anything really flow to the surface here as far as DC? Or is it just kind of a... I mean, I think we're moving. I think I'm just just interest, really interested in the Superman stuff and what's going on with that storyline. But I don't see anything uh, spec worthy first appearance, anything uh, like that. Of no. League of Shadows going on a detective there, but yeah. All right, DC's kind of mundane for us this week, so let's head on down to IDW. Which saves us all the time, right? Well, uh, I, I know it's consistently, consistently consistent of not offering, but there is a My Little Pony Legends of Magic number one, so <laughs> if you'd like to take $4 and throw it away, there you go. <laughs> you spec one time on My Little Pony, and I think you're still sitting on that bug, aren't you? Uh, you know, I think I sold that. Did you? I think so. <laughs> I stand correct. I'm out to check. I think I might have. <laughs> I don't think we were impressed with Helena Crash, number one. Yeah, nothing else. All right. Thanks, IDW, but uh, maybe some other time. Image. Uh, Let's see what they've got for us. Beloved Image. Holy crap, we have a Copperhead sighting. Yeah, isn't that cool. That's, that's not the first. No, we had one a while yeah, ago. Yeah, and it was wow. really good. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know what the funny thing was? But that last Copperhead, it acted like, you know, they'd just been gone for a week. Mm-hmm. The book's just like, hey, little recap page, nothing nothing major. But, you know, just goes right in, like, like no, no kind of, like, acknowledgement that anything was off for months and months and months, which I thought was weird. There you go. Green Valley, number seven, seven of nine, as we head through our time travel, classic night tale, wanted Douglas Christie. This thing's really growing on Cladonia. me. This thing's really growing on oh, me. I'm telling you. Ooh, ooh. The Knights of Cladonia ride as one and crush evil wherever it stands to hell with dragons, to hell with wizards, freedom for Green Valley. Yeah, if they stick the landing on this, I'm going to have to stand corrected and uh, I don't know. Uh, tell you you're the greatest or something because uh, it was um, the last one was really good when the well, if you haven't read it it'll kind of spoil it for you but the last one was really good once the time travel stuff started getting amped up mm-hmm. 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 oh another trade for fix I missed that collects fix five six seven and eight if you're not reading fix Get these two trades and read fix. What did you think of um, the Rat Queens relaunch? It, it's got a better tone than the last stuff. Yeah, it's not not quite the upchurch. Not quite upchurch. Um, but I like how they're just kind of hitting the ground running, and they're this is what we're going to do now. And uh, yeah, I mean, did it need to be a number one? No, it absolutely well. I think so. I think just because of how it ended the last time and how it kind went of went out with a whimper out. there. I think it kind of shows a recommitment on their term instead of just, hey, we're going to slug this along a third time with a third different art 
I think it was best to just be like, all right, what we did stand on on its own. Um, here's our new team, and join join us in the ride. Here, here's what I'm curious about. Okay, it's a uh, image. the The original was an image launch up ch- uh-huh. up church and Weeby. Mm-hmm. They own this creative endeavor. Correct. It, it falls apart, withers and dies, and now they relaunch this. We being who is it? I've forgotten already. Yeah, I didn't click on. I, cl- I just clicked away. Um, uh, Owen Gianni. Owen Gianni, yeah. Um, my boy from Manifest Destiny, and <laughs> so now does Upchurch still have a piece of this? Is this still half his? Uh, is this new thing? Is it now a three-way split? How does that work? Um, I, I, I don't know. Probably the same way it did with Walking Dead and Tony Moore. Where it's, yeah, you're really not a part of it anymore, but we're going to throw yeah. money at Congrats. you to get you to go away. You helped, you helped create it, um, but once you moved on, so did we. Yeah, it's probably some lawyers that have figured out this exactly how to divide that up. Yeah. Uh, we've got Rose number one um, to number one. It's from Image. Normally I'm excited, but it's Meredith Fitch, Finch on the writing, and uh, Ig Guara on the art. I don't like the cover a bit. I don't like the font choice for Rose. I'm really <laughs> upset about that. Uh, it is a classic fantasy tale about a girl trying to restore balance to a broken world. Rose must connect with her cat Thorn to become... The guardian the world needs, but things aren't easy for Rose and Thorn. The powerful sorceress Drusilla has many powerful and demonic allies, all of them focused on stopping one scared little girl who's desperately trying to stay alive and do what's right. Um, uh, Nothing wrong with the plot. I'm out. I don't want it. I don't like it. I, I ordered, I think, just a single one of these just because I wanted to have it. Um, not blown away by it. Don't have the disdain for uh, Meredith Finch that you do. But it, it seems almost post-apocalyptic, and you know I like that. Yeah. You know I like chicks with swords, so uh, let's give it a shot. Yeah. There you go. We have uh, the end of the story arc uh, for Wicked and Divine on number... What issue is that? Uh, 28. And uh, the last one was pretty good. Um, I still don't fully grasp everything that's going on <laughs> i get more confused but it's by the really it's really pretty to look at and i think they're going to yep. do another couple of w- weird one shots and uh go off on a little tangent so i'll sit those out probably and wait till the story comes back and do do it proper but this will be the last one of this last story arc so we'll see if something uh interesting happens seven to eternity five ah uh, if you see it buy it start of a new story arc everybody's clamoring for the foil you more than likely already missed it if you're not didn't already jump on it um but if you see it there snag it because apparently it's just as hot as book number one well snag it to 30 or 40 bucks correct i mean you don't want to pay full 60 or 70 for it i mean i was wrong the last time i talked to this so i'm simply going to defer and say get the stupid thing (laughs) just just buy it just get it because there's not that many of them there are. Well, I don't know the print run, so I don't know. Well, is it like isn't it like a Just one in twenty five? Didn't we determine it was a one in twenty five? Yeah, I think it comes out to a one in twenty five. 
Which is less than a one per store, I believe. Yeah. Motor Crush. This will probably be my last Motor Crush, number five. It, it made some people's top ten. Made some people's top ten. Um, but I, I'm... I'm not that interested in it right now. I'm just, but this is the end of the story arc, so I'll just finish and take a break and see if it gets people can tell me how much better it is later. Yeah, I mean, Babstar art's worth usually the price of admission for me. This is my last uh, Rock Stars. Uh, this one, good premise. I like the idea of like the mythology of Rockstar's death and the tying the occult and stuff into it. it seemed kind of interesting, and then. Um, execution hasn't been there last couple of issues, so um, I will uh, I will finish up whatever they're trying to say, and then then le- let let it go. Did you already talk about Think Tank Volume Five and the second issue of that? No, I did not. Did you read your first one? Yes. Your boy Matt Hawkins still doing well on that? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like the character as much. Uh, that that character is the one that he's not like Mark on Postal. You know, okay. you really like the guy and root for him. Mm-hmm. I don't really root for the guy in Think Tank like maybe you're supposed to. I don't, he doesn't, he doesn't connect with me. So that's really part of the problem with that book and me. There you go. All right, Drew, anything else at Image? No. All right, let's march on down to Marvel. Ooh, we have a new Spider-Man and it's not $10. Wow. But it's got that gorgeous Alex Ross cover. That is nice. Another Renew Your Renew Vows. Your vows. Yeah, why do they stagger these a little better? I mean, they shouldn't come out in the same week. Get your spider people in the stores every day. Hey, we have OG Wolverine in this. Uh, Renew Your Vows. I like that. We have all the OG X-Men. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. We... Man, go ahead. We have an... Are you done with... Talking about Spider-Man? Yep, yep, Okay. We have another attempt at a Black Panther book. This is Black Panther Crew. This is replacing World of Wakanda, which, surprise, (coughs) fell apart pretty quickly. I don't think I made it to six, did it? Did it make it to six? Mm. Nah, it didn't make it far. Yeah. Uh, Written by uh, Ta-Nahisi Coates, with art by Butch Guise. And a cover by John Cassidy. Black Panther, Storm, Luke Cage, Misty Knight, and Manifold band together to take on a dangerous wave of street-level threats in this new ongoing series uh, by those folks that I just mentioned. The death of a Harlem activist kicks off a mystery that will reveal surprising new secrets about the Marvel Universe's past and set the stage for a big story in the Marvel Universe's near future. Fear, hate, and violence loom, but don't worry. The crew's got this. We are the streets. Um, I'm going to give this one a shot. Uh, this is, is this the first appearance of the crew? Has this crew ever been <laughs> pulled together before? I don't know that we've got... I don't know that the crew will be on the same level as the Defenders. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um Deadpool versus Punisher number one, written by Fred Van Lenty, art by Pere Perez, with a Declan Shalvey cover. Frank Castle has an unstoppable will, a powerful drive to punish those who do wrong, 
rooted in the tragic killing of his family. Wade Wilson has an unstoppable mouth and an unthinking knack for annoying everybody around him, rooted in thinking he's funny. Both men, however, are among the deadliest on the planet when they find themselves in disagreement over the criminal known as The Bank. They're in for one of the most brutal fights of their lives. Can Frank kill Wade over and over without ever dying once himself? Or will Wade bug him until he welcomes death? Maybe. Maybe. Hey, what do you do when uh, it's Brian Bendis' last issue of Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, you put another dollar on it. And you charge... You had a dollar. Well, you had a dollar. <laughs> It's 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 the last Brian Michael Bendis, Guardians of the Galaxy issue nineteen. Uh, I don't know if the book's going to continue. It just says it's Brian Michael Bendis's last issue, so there probably will be a twenty, and it'll probably go back to three ninety nine, unless you count it as somebody's first issue and add a dollar for that reason. I don't know, but um, since it is Brian's last issue, let's add a dollar, and. Um, let him say goodbye the best way he knows how uh, with long decompressed stories <laughs> who's excited Brian Michael Bendis is excited because yeah. he's done with this yeah. uh, are you excited for Gwenpool did you say this is your favorite female character in Marvel oh I, um, I'm a big fan of uh, Thor female Thor um, I think Gwenful is the most fun book next to Spider-Man Deadpool in the Marvelverse. So, yeah. um, I like her. I love, like, like, her power is that she reads current continuity comic books. So, that's kind of her leg up. She's she's a blast. I, I really like wow. her. Um, I don't care about Ghost Driver being in this book with her, but, eh, whatever. Since his book got canceled already. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta be somewhere. So, is this something I should check out again? I don't know if this is a good place to jump on, but from what I've noticed, none of them are uh, real thought heavy. So yes. So it's um. It that's it, not long story arcs that are kind of all tied together. Uh, the first stuff was a bunch of stuff with Batroc Delikber and against Modok and kind of her becoming the character. But since there, it's been just you kind of put it as Squirrel Girl, kind of where there's just you know in and out and just a few little storylines. A, a few through lines, but mostly just fun single stuff. You like it better than Spider Gwen? I do. I it's absolutely better do. than Silk. Unfortunately, yes. Huh? I still love Silk. Like I heart Silk, but like Gwenpool, you just—it's just fun. Yeah. I mean, you never like. I'll pick up an issue of Spider Gwen or, or Silk, and I'm done reading it. I'm like, well, that's disappointing. When I pick up an issue of Gwenpool, I'm like, ha, that was fun. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I might have to do that. Uh, let's see, Kingpin number three, uh, back uh, with another issue. Our boy, still your boy right now. Yep, Matthew yep, Rosenberg. Rose. Yep, because um, he's not ri- writing uh, four kids walk into a bank, so he's focusing on the bigger paychecks and health insurance and stuff like that over at Marvel. I can't blame him. <laughs> All right, here we have our one dollar reprint of New Mutants eighty seven, which is our cable book. Uh, reprint of New Mutants number one from 1983, and our reprint of X Force number one. So the one dollar books that are actually kind of fun to sometimes snag up. Yeah, I, st- I, I, 
am going to pick up that Hulk 181 reprint next time I see it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I need to have that. Dr. Afra number six. We had a lot of people talking about Dr. Afra. Still written by Karen Gillen with uh, art by Kev Walker. Afra Jr. and Sr. have stumbled upon an ancient Jedi citadel, but it appears that some form of life has survived, and they are not happy to be disturbed. Uh, let's see, X-Men Blue. This is the originals. Uh, if you read X-Men Prime last week, uh, you kind of, basically that was just a primer for all these different X-Books and you say it's the originals, but then the first person I read is Marvel Girl. It's not who I think of when I think X Men. <laughs> yeah, is um, I don't know enough about X X people to 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 be an expert. But join Marvel Girl, Cyclops, Beast, Iceman, and Angel as they reclaim the title of X Men. After the world shaking events of IVX, the original five X Men are here to bring mutant criminals to justice and restore a heroic sheen. To their team, but with a new leader in Jean Grey and a new mentor in their arch frenemy Magneto, will old rivalries and new conflicts tear these heroes apart? Written by Colin Bond, Jorge Molina on art, Matteo Bufagani also helping on art, and a cover by Art Adams. So Jean Grey is Jean Grey is Marvel Girl. Yeah, Jean Grey is Marvel Girl. Oh, okay, it's a five dollar book because you know. Comics. <laughs> oh, but one thing I am excited about, Weapon X number one. Written by Greg Pack with art and cover by Greg Land. Yeah. Decades ago, Weapon X program produced the deadliest mutant killers on the planet. Now with more research, more funding, and more adamantium it's at its disposal, the Weapon X program is creating new killers for old targets. Old Man Logan, Sabretooth, Lady Deathstrike. Weapon X isn't just experimenting on mutants anymore. It's eradicating them. All of them. Plus, deadly and deadlier and more shadowy than ever. You won't believe who's taken the job as director of Weapon X. Recruiting X-Men Phoenix and song creative team. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump in on this and hope that they create a new Weapon X character that I get a first appearance sometime here in the first few issues. Uh, yeah, it was Lady Deathstrike was the most interesting part of that X Men Prime book, mm-hmm. and leading into this Weapon X where she got the team together, it was the it was it was kind of the standout part for me. So yeah, I'm interested in this, and it's only three ninety nine. It's only four bucks. Yeah, so um, if you're gonna pick one, which one are you gonna go to? I'm gonna go to Weapon X as well, and um, I will probably skip out on ah. Oh, yeah, I'm skipping out on X Men Blue. I'm skipping out on X Men mm-hmm. Blue. And um, and just an FYI, Matt Murdock is unstop is in Unstoppable Wops Four. Wops. Unstoppable Wops. <laughs> We've got a, a Silver Surfer sighting. Number ten. Only uh, from October of 2016. So good job. <laughs> Got to take, got to take all that extra time for that mediocre all red art. Please send your hate mail to. <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say that. 
anything else from our good friends in Marvel. Nope. All right, let's head on down to our smaller publishers. Let's look at the back half of our previews guide and the stuff that comes out um, that may be in short run. So some stuff that uh, if you're going to get it, you best show up Wednesday morning. So, Drew, let's start at the top and see what we can find. Did you read Karate number one? No, but I wanted to. I did too, and I didn't. Um, so I don't know if I'm getting to. A lot of weird stuff. Bullwet by All Time Comics. Yeah. That's an odd looking book. Well, what about God Shaper, number one from Boom Studios? This is written by Cy Spurrier, Simon Spurrier. Oh, your boy. Yeah, with art by Jonas Goonface. <laughs> what? Say that one more time, please. Jonas Goonface. That can't be a real name. I believe it's. I believe it's Goonface. <laughs> I think it's Goonface. Uh, um, <laughs> he's a breakout talent, Jonas Goonface. Goonface. God Shaper introduces a vast world where there's a god for every person and a person for every god. Though for N.A., unfortunately, exceptions may apply. People like him are God Shapers, godless social pariahs with the ability to mold and shape the gods of others. Paired with Bud, an off-kilter but affectionate god without a human, the two travel from town to town looking for shelter, a hot meal, and the next paying rock and roll gig. Okay, there's a lot to unpack in that, Solicit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that that's something that I could understand in the, in the first issue. Um, but if if there's a guy without a god and a god without a guy, I think I know where this is going. And they're hanging out? Why don't they just, you know, be buddies? There's a god for every person and a person for every god. So, yeah, okay. Right. So they should just uh, just hook up. Grass Kings, number two. Um, first one, of course, we uh, tracked down for Fiona. Um, there is another incentive variant on number two. Uh, and I clicked the wrong thing, so I can't tell you who it is. The incentive variant? It, Tyler... Yeah, Tyler Jenkins is uh, on the incentive for that one. That's nice. Uh, we've got uh, a third issue of Heathens from Vault. First two went well, so yeah. um, keep definitely something you want to snag. Keep up the momentum on that one. There you go. Jonesy. New Jungle Fantasy from Boundless. Ooh. Get that rap cover, folks. Uh, it's only five ninety nine. Little Guardians number one from Scout Comics with writing by Ed Cho and art by lead Lee Chirilos. The new monthly fantasy adventure begins. Little Guardians tells the story of two young people switched at birth, unknowingly living each other's lives. One was destined to protect the village from demons and monsters and the other to live a simple life working at the local item shop. In this issue, the townspeople prepare for their annual zucchini festival, but strange occurrences plague the celebration. Thum, the award-winning farmer, suffers from blackouts where he becomes violent and uncontrollable, while Edem struggles with his guardian training and learning just how dangerous his summoning orbs can be. Suburi, the local shop girl, is visited by a wandering spirit animal that will not leave her alone. 
all events leading to the showdown at the Zucchini Festival. Oh, <laughs> uh, pass. Yeah, about halfway through that, I thought I should stop reading. But I was really wanting to get to what happens at the Zucchini Festival. So I pushed on. Uh, Solar Flare number one from Scout Comics, written by James Haik the third hike and uh, art by Branko Jovanovich and a cover by song Yi. Where were you when the world went dark? The world has been plunged into darkness and society as we know it, it has launched into chaos. Jake Clifford was just a regular guy, a man trying to achieve <coughs> greatness in his career and a father doing his best to be the man his daughter deserved. That is, until a solar flare makes contact with Earth, wiping out all electricity and modern technology with one fatal blow. Now Jake must adapt to his new world, hoping to one day be reunited with his daughter, who was states away when the lights went out. Very cool. Like the yeah. like the premise. Uh, it's not too post-apocalyptic, but it kind of is. Um, I have to give this one a shot from the Scout Comics, Solar Flare number one. Uh, Drew, did you make it to the theater to see Kong of Skull, uh, Kong of Skull Island? Or I did not. Ah, well, Legendary Comics has a comic for you. Skull Island Birth of Kong number one, written by Arvid Nelson with art by Zid. In the ultimate monster icon, as the ultimate monster icon returns to the big screen in the legendary in the highly anticipated film Kong Skull Island, Legendary Comics expands the story of King Kong with an exciting new comic series. Readers will join the mysterious organization Monarch on a mission into myth, revealing the untold origins of this godlike creature and the battle for survival that made him the last of his kind. I like this Kong because he's 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 like the big King Kong, like the giant one. He's much larger than the scale of yes. some of the other ones. Did you watch the um, the horrible Z Nation uh, Walking Dead ripoff on Sci-Fi? I did not. I, I, I was kind of uh, hate-watching it for a while, and I've given that up now. I can't even make myself get through this. It's pretty bad. I thought you were going to say, I've, I've been hate-watching it, and I fell in love. No, I, I, it, even, it even turned me off of that. Um, but anyway, Dynamite's going to adapt it into a comic. Uh, the first issue comes out, uh, written by Craig Engler and Fred Van Linty, and uh, with art by Edu Mena, and a cover by Dennis Medry. And it's a prequel to the world of sci-fi's number one scripted hit zombie series, Z Nation. That's all you need to know. Number one. The prequel. All right, Drew. Anything else? Uh, there's something from Lion Forge called Three O'Clock Club, number one, written oh. by Jordan B. Gorfinkel and Butch Hartman, and uh, with art by Erez Zadok, featuring a brand new cover, updated interior art, and bonus content. This honor roll edition really sets the curve. Every day at Mayflower High, when the final bell rings, a portal opens and teenage anxieties come to monstrous life. Only one thing can stop it, the 3 o'clock club. So I, I think this maybe sounds like it existed already. This is a br yeah, it's, uh, yeah. featuring a brand new cover and an updated interior art and bonus content. Um, so I, Sounds like this won't be a first appearance. Won't be a first appearance. And there's also um, Spencer and Locke, number one, 
It is uh, from Action Lab, and it is listed as a four-issue miniseries, which Kyle hates miniseries. So, um, written by David Pepos and art by Jorge Santiago Jr. When his grade school sweetheart is found dead, there's only one friend Detective Locke can trust to help solve the murder. His childhood imaginary panther, Spencer. <laughs> and there's a zucchini factory. No, wait. But when they face a... Or a zucchini festival, I'm sorry, not a factory. I don't want to slight the, the book that you were pimping earlier. But when they face a vicious crime syndicate and memories from Locke's traumatic... From Locke's traumatic youth, can this unlikely pair survive long enough to find the truth? So, if it's more mystery, like Elephant Men type stuff, that sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But it is a panther and a dude that are partners, so it could be it could be silly. I don't know. True. Uh, let's not forget we have Charmed number two, and we have yet another. Uh, cover C photo variant with your with your girl Eliza. Oh, nice! I missed that. Uh, a very nice cover. Um, so, she Phoebe. Yeah, I've forgotten. Yes, nice call. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Anything else, Drew? Uh, no. Now comes the part of the podcast where I ask you what your book of the week is. What's the one book to spec on? What's the one book to make sure you run into your LCS this Wednesday and pick up? Because we think it will increase in value. What you got for me, Drew? Uh, it's uh, Weapon X. Wep- oh, nice. Very cool. Went with Weapon X. I agree. I concur. I think that's a great one to get. Um I want to tag on. I think continue to buy 7 to Eternity. Even at number 5, you want to get those. And I will be buying Rose number one, even though you're not completely sold on it. Um, we, of course, recommend Heathens number three, because those have sold well. And what was the boom book that I was interested oh. in? I can't remember now. I've already, I've already blanked it from my... God Shaper. God Shaper, this. Absolutely. God Shaper number one by... Jonas Gunafase. Jonas Gunafase. Or big old goon face, as I like to call him. Or senior goon face. <laughs> um, I'm going to probably, if I, if I find one when I'm in there, I'm going to probably pick up Grass Kings number two as well on there. There is an incentive variant for God Shaper that has, um, looks like a, a blues guitarist on the, Mm-hmm. On the cover, it might be kind of cool to pick up if you can, if you can find that, get that incentive variant just, reasonably just priced. See who's doing some art on that one with Gunafase? Yeah, oh Aha, David Aha. So hopefully he so doesn't yeah, seek out that do. seek out that cover beat. You shut up. Hey, we're ending on a high yes, note. Yes. Don't you say bad things. We about love Aha. Aha. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along for Drew and myself as we go through comics coming out in your LCSs this Wednesday, April 12th, 2017. I want to invite you to go to comicsfunprofit.com. There you'll find links to our Twitters, our Facebooks, and of course we have a Gmail account. If there's something we missed this week that we should be high on, please feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what we should be reading and what we should be picking up that we are not currently doing. If you think we are crazy for banking on Weapon X number one, or Rose, 
feel free to drop us a line saying, man, these are misses. You shouldn't be picking those up. We'd love to have you as part of the podcast. Of course, if you're listening on iTunes, feel free to drop us a five-star review. Say some nice things to us. Move us higher on the podcasting ranks. We always appreciate it. So we want to thank you so very much for Drew and myself. See you.